It is a little after 10 o'clock on a Thursday evening, and I'm back to my car, and we got another movie breakdown. Uh, no spoilers, another movie breakdown in a movie I have just caught and uh, just finished up here, and that is Black Adam. So the movie that has been uh, advertised as changing the hierarchy of the of the DC universe, the superhero universe, is uh, is here. It's been out for about a week. And I kind of on a whim tonight decided to go check it out and uh, see how it goes. And it was, uh, I don't know, I'm an English teacher, so the first part of the movie I feel like the, the vocabulary term that I teach my students that comes to mind is the exposition of the film was a little extra. It was really kind of difficult, I thought, keeping up with like the first... I don't know, 15 to 20 minutes of the film. Maybe that's an ex- maybe that's a stretch, but the the first part of the film, and uh, they gave you like, f- according to the comic origin of Black Adam, uh, Teth Adam, as they call him throughout a great majority of the film, they gave you like 5,000 years worth of exposition build up for this origin story. Uh, like I said, in about the first 10, 15 minutes, and that was really tough to kind of grapple with in the beginning. Um, and I, I was a little concerned at that point in the movie. Um, I didn't know. I kind of felt like we were going down the wrong direction in terms of setting up this uh, this superhero origin story, especially for a superhero for a guy who is a uh, somewhat of a superhero in real life in, in The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. So didn't didn't love uh, that trajectory that the movie was on at the beginning. But I would say the movie really corrected itself and... Uh, did a nice job of highlighting this uh, very uh, oh I'm trying to figure out the right word Uh, scattered origin scattered isn't the right word a difficult origin for this superhero uh, that the movie did a pretty solid job of sort of transcribing how that Teth Adam story came to be and, and why everything that had been leading up to this film advertised uh, Black Adam as a not not a hero maybe not so far as a villain but somewhere in between uh, this film did a solid job of portraying why that was the case I actually made the decision to do a little recording on the way home from this film whereas I could have been listening to the music I thought that was one of the best parts of the film uh, probably top four parts of the film now I know he's pretty embattered in the news lately but there was a sweet Kanye West uh, classic Kanye West song thrown into the middle of the movie uh, and I guess it hyped up one guy in my theater enough that the dude he was annoying he wouldn't shut up the entire movie but uh, he actually stood up and he's like yeah so I mean that guy loved the movie I thought uh just the the visual effects of the movie. I know I get on a podcast, do a little recording here. Most times when I come out of theaters and I talk about the, the, the music and the visuals, but I guess those are some of the things that I key in on pretty quickly. And when I'm given a no spoilers review, it's easier to kind of highlight those things. And, uh, the, the music, not only the songs that they played, some were a little more cliche than others, but, uh, the uh, selections of music that were put into the film were pretty, pretty solid, but overall the score too, the the black you know the 
the in the moment Black Adam music was good. I thought the music that they played kind of as the movie was rounding out was uh, pretty excellent. And then, like I said, the visuals were I thought the visuals were pretty neat, uh, especially when it came to the characters of two new ones to the DC universe, Adam Smasher and uh, Cyclone. I believe that's her name. Um, I thought anytime, I think it's Cyclone, anytime she was on screen doing her thing as a superhero, that was kind of mesmerizing. Like just the the colors and the way that she moved about, um, a lot of CGI in this film, and that was one of those instances uh, when she's on screen. But there were only a couple times that I really thought the CGI was too in your face and looked like early 2010s-ish. Other than that, the fight scenes were some of the best scenes in the film. The uh, probably the first legitimate fight scene in the film because we had some Black Adam doing stuff scenes but the first scene where there are two opposing individuals um, that was that was pretty cool and then there was another fight scene later on that was pretty cool there was one that I thought was eh, uh, not the greatest and uh, it sort of looked like a pitfall of DC canon traditionally and that it just It just got so overly CGI as the best adjective I can come up with. And uh, just, eh, it it wasn't the best. So, uh, but the, I'd say the first two legitimate fight scenes were cool and and they looked uh, well done, well designed, uh, neatly choreographed, I guess, for as well as CGI can be choreographed. And uh, it was just cool. We had some neat characters in this film. We had, uh, Obviously, Black Adam, Teth Adam. We had uh, Dr. Fate, who was Pierce Brosnan. And I thought it was cool in the credits. They listed Pierce Brosnan's name at the very end. And it said it was one of those, like, and Pierce Brosnan. And he killed it. I thought if top if the score of this film was, like, top four parts of the film, I think Pierce Brosnan was in the top, above that, top two probably. Thought he was excellent. Uh, Aldous Hodge played who I had last seen in. Uh, oh, I'm totally blanking on the show. It's a show about grifters at Leverage. Leverage. It was like an old TNT show, and he was he was uh, pretty good in that. But uh, he was it stepped it up a level in this one. He was much better. Played the role of Hawkman, which I had to reckon with myself. Like the idea of a character putting on a as intricate a hawk. Uh, mask as this dude did was uh, a little extra, but uh, his first scene when he springs into action was pretty sweet. Pretty cool stuff for a superhero geek. And uh, and then the new characters, Adam Smasher and uh, Cyclone. Uh, I didn't I didn't dislike any of the characters in this in this film. I, I don't. If you think about it now, even uh, Samir Amir. I'm blanking. It's late. Uh, the uncle figure to the main little fella, uh, he was even a hoot and the comic relief archetypal role. So overall, I don't, I don't know. I've seen, I went into this movie. I had mixed, uh, preconceptions because what I've read and what I've, uh, no spoilers and, and what I've 
seen and heard about this film is that audiences are getting a kick out of it and really eating it up, whereas critics are uh, not so favorable to this film. And I can totally see that. I think storytelling-wise, this film crammed a lot into uh, just a, a swift hour 50 or so movie. And But then on the other hand, superhero-wise, this was a flashing, no pun intended, cool-looking, really easy-to-geek-out-at superhero movie that had The Rock in it. Um, I've gone like eight minutes without giving much credit to The Rock. He was certainly surly. He kind of walked around looking pissed off for like 80% of the film. But um, for a Rock-led superhero movie of a superhero and other kind of, I guess, I don't know about backgrounds the right word, but secondary superheroes uh, that DC's rolling out in this film, uh, I thought they did a pretty solid job. I thought they did a good job with these new characters and, and telling the story they told. Again, my biggest problem with it was probably just the beginning. And folks, if you can strap in and deal with the everything that goes on in the first 20 minutes, I feel like this is a this is a, a great movie that is worth checking out. Um, I would uh, I would recommend it. And yeah, Black Adam. The black man sent you. The man in black sent you. I don't know. It's late. I'm signing off. Go see Black Adam. It was good.